when when we keep fellowshipping with God's word, what it does is that it recreates us, so to speak. Amen. Amen. It recreates us. The the there's introduction of new possibilities that are infused into our lives and aside that our very personality um, is changed praise God our very personality is changed we are made brand new amen we are made brand new another thing that happens to us is that we are now introduced into um, into um, callings and purposes that we never even thought ourselves worthy of. Are you together with me? We are introduced into um, into. Um, responsibilities that we never could have imagined ourselves. Are we together now? These are the many things and the many wonders that the word of God achieves. And so, it is not an ordinary thing when you submit yourself to the word of God. It's not an ordinary thing when you submit yourself to the to the government of God's kingdom. Um, when you submit yourself to the government of God's kingdom, a brand new person, personality is being formed. Are we together now? A brand new personality is being formed. A brand new purpose is being communicated. Are we together now? Especially when you are accurately submitted to the government of God's kingdom. Then he who was a nobody will not just only be made a somebody, but will be made one who makes people. Are you together with me? It's always, it's always the possibilities of following God, you know, excel above human imaginations. Are we together here? The possibility of following God excel above what human imaginations. The the possibilities, what he can, what he turns us to. Are we together now? Paul would never have thought that his life will have that level of influence. Are we together now? And and value, eternal relevance. You know, he's a master in picking ordinary people and turning them, not just making them superstars, but making them people that have eternal value. And I know that as you are working with God, your value is being increased. Are you, are you with me? You are appearing in the scheme of God's eternal agenda. I said you are appearing in that scheme of things. Glory be to God. He he just picks ordinary people and just 
turns them to something that you couldn't even have fathomed. Are we together now? Do you know the people who are rich in the world? You know, sometimes I just imagine those who, reach, who are rich in the world. Do you know they reach most of their understanding or their idea of who they have reached is lesser than the amount of people they have actually reached? You know the amount of people who are blessing you that if, if they told the person that his, his life is reaching here, you, the person would never believe it. Are you together with me? Praise God. It's just amazing. The possibilities are amazing. And I want you to, you know, to believe God for those type of, of possibilities. You know, I found out that those who are not really believing for the impossible are not walking with God as they should. Praise God. Those who are not believing for the what? For the impossible. And, and that is one of the drift of this, of this, um, of this friendship that we share. The drift is to trust God to get us to a place where we genuinely and passionately believe for the impossible. Are we together now? Um, today, whilst I was in church today, I saw some type of product. That's, that's the only way I can describe it. And there are products... I saw products, I saw innovations that are coming out of this house. And those innovations will have global relevance. And it's because they have eternal value. That was what I saw. Maybe I stepped into the house. I saw, I saw products coming out of this house. And some, even, even some units... God will pick some people to to develop products. I don't know the um, I don't know the very um, the perfect analogy for what I'm saying, but I just know that out of here are coming substances and values that has global relevance. Are we together now? And they came from God. Are we together now? And for you, it will be simple, but, but for the world, it has solved the solution. Are we together here? Yeah. For you, it will be common, it will be normal, but for the world, it has solved a, a major problem. Are we together, friends? You, have, you are called, you have a calling to release the sound of heaven. When I'm talking the sound of heaven, I'm not just talking about a music. I'm talking about the feelings and the vibrations of God and the vibrations of God's kingdom in consumable form. Are we together here? We are called to do that. We are called to enforce the practicality and the reality of our father. Are we together here? That's what we are here to do. We are here to take away God's doubt. To take away men's doubt. That God does exist. And he inhabits the praises of what? Of his people. Are we together friends? And so. And so the thrust. Of your life. Are you listening to me my friend? 
the thrust of your life completely borders beyond border beyond personal survival. These are things I keep saying every time. That the thrust of your life, that you need to understand that your life goes beyond survival. And that if you did well to survive, you have been deceived. Are you together with me? That if you, if you equate survival to success, you have been deceived. If you see survival as an achievement, you have been deceived. If you see survival as victory, you have been, you have been deceived. We have a call on our lives to move from survival to impact. Are, we, are you with me? What did I say? Can we say it ten times? Third time. Number four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Yeah, we have to. And so there, there has to be a deprogramming and a reprogramming because we are naturally wired in the realms of our minds and our souls to live for survival. Amen. But God, the Spirit of God now has to rewire us. Are we together here? So that we can move and break through from survival to what? To impact. Because the mind is the bank of resource. Your mind is the bank of resources. And um, if your mind thinks survival, the resources that will be in there are resources that has to be what? What survival. But if your mind thinks impact, then you attract resources that are for impact. As a man thinks in his heart, so, so is he. As a man thinks in his heart or thinks in his mind, are you with me? So is he. So, your, your mind is that, is your mind or your heart is that, is that bank. How you think is the OS. Are you together with me? And that determines what, what is contained. So if you think survival, what would you have? You have survival-worthy resources. If you think impact, what would you have? You have impact-worthy resources. So we have to upgrade the mind. have to upgrade the mind. The man who's living for impact and the man who's living for survival think differently. They think differently, they live differently, and they do differently. Amen. The, the man who's living for, for survival is not, is not a patient man at all. And he cannot take, he's, 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 he's governed by fear. 
any any circumstance that is not that is not very palatable. He will do everything within his means to change it. You see, because he has to be okay. Are you together with me? when When you have to be okay. But you see, when you are for impact, then you can wait on the Lord. Are you together with me? You can what? You can wait on the Lord. But the, the, the most powerful of it is when you now have a, a generation or a people that are ready for impact. That one is very powerful. And people that have gone beyond survival. That one is terrible. That was the quality of people we saw in the early church in the book of Acts chapter 2. By the time you read Acts 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And a lot of the characters in Acts chapter 2, a lot of the communities in Acts chapter 2, um, the first, the Jewish community and the community in Antioch. Are we together here? Those were communities you know, that were living for impact and not survival. That even after the, the persecution and they all gathered and met in Antioch, you'll find out that they still, they still found them, they still fished themselves out. Anywhere they, anywhere they went, they congregate. Are you with me? Anywhere they went, they did what? They congregate. The demon that doesn't make you look for your brother is an antichrist spirit. Are we together here? That doesn't make you look for your brother. That, that's the first test of the Antichrist spirit. The first time the Antichrist spoke. The first time the Antichrist spoke. He spoke of his individuality. That's the first time the Antichrist spoke. We heard the voice of the Antichrist embodied in the person of Cain. Are you with me? Where is your brother? What did he say? Am I my what? brother's keeper. So you now begin to understand that actually he who is not his brother's keeper actually is his brother's killer. And, and herein lies wisdom for you to understand the last days. That if you treat a one say a one a one <laughs> if you treat a one who only says, am I my brother's keeper? And treat him thinking that's all of the matter. And say, he's not just his brother's keeper. And you are not, and you are foolish. And you think that is all the matter. No. Anyone, you cannot say you are not your brother's keeper except you are your brother's killer. It is the killers of their brothers that take the role of not being keepers of their brother. Are you with me? Yes, let me let me now bring it in context. I thought you would catch the context, but most of you did not catch the context. Now, when you look at the spirit of Antichrist in the nations right now, you can see a lot of people ha- 
have this level of apathy towards the church, right? Towards the church, towards gathering. When you see people who are really cold towards church, towards God's servants, people who are like, uh, all these church people, all these religious people, you can just be at home and praise God. You know, church is the problem. Church has to come out of this religious stuff. When you see people who are not passionate about the church, and you think that is all it is. No, that's not all it is. They are, they are actually the killers of the church. They are enemies of the cross. That's what I'm telling you. That without passion, you are a murderer. I'm telling you the truth. That when you see a people who are not passionate about the church, the spirit of, of murder is, op- is operative in them. And if you, if you check very well, if you give them an opportunity, they'll take out the church. You see, the church is too beautiful that if you are not passionate for her, you really do it her. You are, if the church is too beautiful to be indifferent towards her. You are, nobody is indifferent towards the church. Are you together here? And sometimes the indifference is a tactics to get you not to understand what's happening. Are we together here? Am I preaching here? I'm saying, I'm saying even more that I'm not saying. You just need to catch it. I'm saying a lot of things I'm not saying. So that you can understand the times and the seasons and don't be a fool. And don't think that matters are just on the surface. They are deeper. There is a spirit. Are you with me? There is a spirit. When you see indifference towards the church, it's not indifference, it's attack. So if you, if you make friends... With those who are indifferent about, you know, was it David who says that I have hated them passionately? Look for that scripture if you can find it. He says, those who have hated you, I've hated them passionately. I've hated them. Are we together here? You must track the spirit of the Antichrist and don't be, don't be logical with it. Because the first time we see indifference towards brotherhood, it was because murder had taken place. Are you with me? The first time we see indifference towards what? Brotherhood. I hated them with perfect hatred. I counted them my enemies. Now, we don't do this in the flesh. We are talking about the spirit. That's why you understand when people like us take some kind of position, you think we are being... Extreme. When we see us put some people in their, in their place, and we don't, we are not discussing intelligently. You, you understand? You remember when Paul was preaching and one guy was trying to stop his message? Paul quickly borrowed him blindness for some days. You think? See, because you 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 should be able to track the spirit of the Antichrist, because if you are unable to track. The spirit of the Antichrist, then you, you yourself, you are not genuine. Yeah. If you can't see the Antichrist, you are not what? You are not genuine. Your heart is not genuine. You should be able to track the Antichrist. I don't know why, I'm, I don't know why, I've, why I've come here. Do I not hate them, O oh Lord, who hate you? I do not love those who rise up against you. I hate them with perfect hatred. 
<laughs> I count them my enemies. You get my point now? I count them my enemies. Those who hate you. You see? But there is nothing as sad as the spirit of folly upon a believer. It is, it is a sad sight. When a believer carries the spirit of folly. When he is messed up by the spirit of the age. It's a very, it's a very terrible sight. And can I preach here? I, I like Saturdays. I love Saturdays. I love, I love Saturdays more than Sundays. I love Saturdays. I said it. <laughs> in this, not last days, in this, what's this date? In the 29th of January, not last days, from this 29th of January. You said January before now. I believe anything you will say. <laughs> 29th of May. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just, I'm just there. Just speaking. From this 29th of May, any ministry that cannot, cannot purify the heart of the saint to descend the Antichrist and to follow the Lord Jesus is deadly. Because right now, what we are combating with, right at this very moment, what we are combating with is the Antichrist. Now, at this very moment, we are not, we are not just doing church. We are right now combating with the Antichrist. And that's why we must unearth again the apostolic message. That is to say, we must find that perfect truth for every subject matter. Yeah. Every other ground has been taken. The ground of culture, the ground of reasoning, the ground of common sense has been taken. All grounds have been taken. Those grounds were grounds that could still preserve at a level. The ground of culture had some levels of preservation. The ground of common sense, the ground of, in, of the basic grounds. But all those grounds have been taken by the spirit of the age. And so right now, the only thing that can keep is the apostolic doctrine. Which is the teachings of the apostles... Are you with me? That are perfect truths that relate to every issue of life. Are we together, friends? Or else the very elect shall be deceived. Now let me explain that. To be deceived is not to, is not to misunderstand a message. Or that you are deceived. They lie to you about a topic. To be deceived is to be another person. Is to be, is to be born again. But even though you are born again, you are more useful to Satan. Is that you resemble Satan more than you resemble Christ? To be the word deceived is to be is to change you. It's it's like it's like wearing a cloth inside out or outside in. I don't know how to put it. It's to be another. To be to be what you are not. Are we together now? And so that's why the message now has to be apostolic, because. Now we are engaging the Antichrist. Are we together now? Yes, the what? 
the Antichrist. The Antichrist is more powerful than the Fulani agenda. All those Fulani agenda are still small boys to the Antichrist. All those Fulani agenda, Sharia law in the Southwest, all those ones are still um, and children. But the reason why those ones can move in is because we have already been weakened by the spirit of the Antichrist. Huh? So you have to now be strong in the Lord and what in the power of his mind. Glory be to God. Amen. Tell somebody you have to be strong. You have to be strong. Tell another you have to be strong. You have to be strong. God has is not doesn't have plans to raise chickens. Are you with me? No chickens here. We are people who, from our first sentence, you know what we stand for. You get my point now? From my, from my first line, you know what we stand for. And what I stand for, I can back it up with truth and power. Yes. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Now, for those of you, things like you need to go and find doctrine. Can't give you everything. You understand that? I don't have everything. You need to go and look for those who can add to the one I'm giving you. For money, go and, all of you, go and follow Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Copeland, Jerry Save, Jesse Duplantis. Go and follow them on how, understand how God has planned to bless you. Because that mountain of economy, if you don't understand it, they'll mess you up. And listen to them. Those are the people who delivered me. And you know, everybody has a thrust. I won't be preaching money every time like they used to preach it. Money, money. I don't know how to do that. But that message is a holy message. It's not a, it's not materialism. Let me tell you what the Lord explained to me. One time about equipping the saints. He said, you see, there are different parts of equipping. There are different Side and equipping different matters that we need to be equipped in. If, if anybody's preaching, for example, holiness, it's because we need to be equipped in that regard, right? If anybody's always teaching marriage, it's because we need to be equipped in that, right? Now, it says sometimes God now picks some people to equip us as regards His decision to provide for us. Now, the ones who now have that equipping, most of their messages will go in that direction. Now, you have an assumption. And you now tag them and say they are prosperity preachers. And it's an attack from Satan. Because the ones preaching marriage, you don't call them maritally preachers in a, in a condemning way. Do you get my point? The ones preaching holiness, you don't abuse them. You just All you need to find out is the spirit of Christ. The person preaching holiness can, can be wrong if he's preaching from a legalistic spirit. Listen, a message on, on money can purify your soul more than a message on holiness depending on where they are preaching from. If the person preaching holiness is preaching from a legalistic place, it won't purify your soul. If the person preaching money is preaching from an accurate place, it will purify your soul. Are you with me? You get my point? You can't listen to Bishop Oedipo, for example, and you are greedy. You can't. Except it's not him you're listening to. I've listened to over 50 if not close to 100, 
of his preachings, you can't feel greedy. You can think maybe you take um, some shots, maybe on Facebook and think maybe it's, no, by the time you follow that man, you love the Lord. You love the Lord. You want to be sold out to this, to the, to the Lord. You get my point? But the enemy attacks those messages and the challenge we have is that we don't check our Bibles. Most of Jesus' preaching, most of it is money. Most of it. Go and check almost all his parables. Money and work. Those two things. Money and work. A farmer. A farmer. He's always talking about a farmer, a baker. It's always money and work. Money and work. Money and work. The story of the talent is not, is not breakdance. That talent is money. <laughs> when they said they gave people talent. The talent is not, uh, you, you have to break, you can do breakdance, you can do. <laughs> that talent is currency. It's not breakdance. Are you together with me? And why? Because those are places where Satan has control. And so we need enough doctrine. Are you together with me? And understand divine perspective so that we don't follow him. You see, because what you call a principality, are you together with me? Are basically spirits that churn out principles. That's a principality. Are you together with me? It's just principles, ideologies. And that's what a principality will serve. Are we preaching here? Yes, so you have to go deep. By deep, I just mean you have to go apostolic. You have to unearth what the apostles taught and then begin to practicalize it. These are days where we shouldn't be joking about when they say they send you on missions. That if they send you to Afghanistan, you know, say, God forbid, you'll be laughing like, you know, like gorillas. If you're ah. God forbid. Those times have changed. You can't, you can't be behaving like that anymore. Say, God will send you to, to Arab. Say, hey, look at Jesus. So, what are you here for? <laughs> are you with me? What are you here for? You can't just be a, a chicken. You get my point here? What are, what, what are we here for? We're here to speak truth and to back it up with power. Yes, I said we're here to speak truth and back it up with power. Yes, I said we're here to speak truth and back it up with power. Yes, we're here to speak truth and what? And back it up with what? With power. The three Hebrew boys said that we're not going to partake of your meal. You see, but that's not all. Come back and check us in 10 days. Truth backed up with what? With power. It says, come back and check us in 10 days. That's an accurate understanding of identity. Are you with me? He said, come back. It says, we're not going to defile ourselves with the king's meat. We're not. I don't know the revelation they had about the king's meat. Maybe the food they were going to be giving them were food sacrifice to idols. I don't know the depth of it, but they just knew that that was not for them. Are you together with me? And they said they're not going to have it. These are people who are slaves. You get my point now? These are slaves making their own rules, even in another man's kingdom. Are you with me? These are slaves who would only follow you if your rule don't touch their rule. 
The day your root touched their root, they mess you up. You will not find that these ones are not slaves at all. That these ones have another kingdom. And they tried it. They tried it one time. The first did it for they did it for Daniel. And Daniel will keep on praying. Are you with me? He didn't create an intelligent solution for that problem. Are you together with me? The man will still open his window and pray five times a day. You know, get my point now. To hell with all of you. You get my point now. And that's what he was saying. Five times a day. That you guys can't do anything to me. That is the arrogance the apostolic people have. There is an arrogance we carry. Are you together with me? And the guy went. And they put him in the lion's den. And um, the lions bowed. Are you with me? And the lions could not do anything. And then they began to say, this is the real God, the true God. I say that you are going to lead a life that will make people know that your God is the true God. I said you are going to have testimonies that will prove that your God is the true God. It is the true God. And they made another, another um, stuff, and they said everybody should come and should come and worship, worship it. Amen. And Shadrach, I don't even know why Daniel was not even uh, brought because I'm sure he also did not worship that that stuff. But maybe, maybe they really respected him. You know, you can be an exception. You get my point? They just are uh, this one, a Chris, a Chris guy. More will just leave him. And then um, they told Nebuchadnezzar who was feeling like a king. And they said, Oh Nebuchadnezzar, remove the king from his name. And said, We're not careful to answer you on the. <clears throat> oh my God. Oh my God. You see, I don't want this scripture to only excite me, I want it to enter my spirit. You see, I want it to be me. I'm looking for my own day of opportunity. It says, oh, Nebuchadnezzar. Um, is, it this, is, it, is it this, um, um, is it California now? Where a lot of churches were, were shut down because of the um, corona virus. A lot of churches were shut down. But some few churches did not, did not shut down. And then they went, shut the churches down forcefully. And those churches sued the government to court. And was it last week? The court gave judgment that the government has no right to shut down those churches. Yeah. Others were speaking grammar. They say, you know, the law of the land, the law of the land. The Bible says we should not forsake the guardian of ourselves. You better be careful of your law. If we'll give you small time. If you break the time, we'll gather. Yeah. When we resumed there, I told some people in the media, immediately enter this church. Just put the camera on me. Straight, put the camera on me. Let's use it to... Let's go on Instablog. Put the camera on me. They won't come, we'll be shivering. Put the camera on me. You don't even know what they are doing. Let's even assume you want to obey the government in America. Obey this Nigerian government. (laughs) I don't know what they are doing. And also I pity children. I see pity people who still have the foolishness to be going to far places for service. In this Nigeria. Yeah, it's foolishness. To go and serve. I'm, 
You see, I'm aware I'm on Facebook Live. I'm not saying things. I'm not, not like, I don't know. It's foolishness now. With the level of insecurity in this nation. You say you're serving your which fatherland? The father is not aware that he sent you anywhere. The father is completely unaware. They are surprised you are going. You carry yourself, you go to Yobe. You say you are serving fatherland. You know, your common sense, something is wrong with it. You carry yourself to Yobe. You carry yourself to Adamawa. To go and do what? The soldiers that are there are running away. Soldiers, people who have gone are running away. Those who have gone are running away. Say so you are doing youth service. If you pass your Ibadan here, pass your Lagos, you are your own. The government is surprised you are going. The people who sent you are already in second reading of how to stop it. They are discussing on how to stop the NYC. Are you are good? They are planning to end it. It means they want to end it that it does not make sense. So look for how all the people who say I'm your spiritual father, I'm your pastor, look for how to stay with your parents. Look for how to redeploy back. The country is not okay. Tell yourself the truth. It is common sense. Except you have an encounter with Jesus Christ. Yeah, you can. You can, it's real. You have an encounter with Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ says he wants you to go and do a walk somewhere. Then you can do that. But aside from that, you have to... The, the Bible says nobody hates his own body. You can't, you can't hate yourself. The country needs prayers right now. I don't even know what I said that brought me... O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. Praise God. Are we together here? But let, if, no, go back to the previous. If that is the case, our God, go back to 16. Let's check it again. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar. You get my point now? Because he has passed his boundary. Do you know when somebody has passed their boundary with you? Do you have such confidence in your identity that you are aware when somebody passes boundary? I don't talk about pass the boundary and make you angry. I'm not talking about boundary of he has to, you are not angry. That's not the boundary I'm talking about. If somebody insulted you, say you are past your boundary, you are cursed. That's not that's not the boundary I'm talking about. That's carnality. That's not the boundary I'm talking about. But do you know when when it's time for someone to see your content? When it's time for someone to know that huh, I'm not ordinary. It's time to see what's inside me. Are you are you aware of what? inside you that you know when to open up, when to tear your body and just find out that you are truly Superman. Huh? You should know. Praise God. Can you feel when God wants to escape out of you? Can you feel it? When God wants to escape. 
Can you feel it? Do you know when God wants to show forth his glory? Am I preaching here? Do you know? It's your work with God that brings you to those type. You just know when it's time. We have no need to answer you in this in this matter. If this is the case, our God whom we serve is able to, div- to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. Are you also sure that your God delivers? I don't know if there are people here who knows that God has the capacity to what? To deliver. Your God delivers. So you are not at the mercy of a law. Or the mercy of a protocol. What does our God do? He does deliver. Has that been entrenched in your soul? That you have a God that delivers. He will deliver us from your hand, O king. And um, that is not the premise of this conversation. You need to understand that our loyalty is not based on God's capacity to deliver. Now, we know the end of this game. The end is that God will deliver. You get my point? Now, can you, can you clearly predict your future? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the kind of weak faith I see on the road. Weak faith. It's useless faith that is not usable. Are you with me? Useless faith. Huh? Useless faith. Some people's faith have been exchanged by the spirit of Antichrist. They have useless faith. They can't believe God for anything. They fear everything. Or their best dog, their best, their most spiritual statement in this life is let's use wisdom. Anyone, let's use wisdom. Let's use wisdom. They are so useless. Any small thing, let's use wisdom. Let's use wisdom. They have never trusted God. Are you with me? No dot of confidence. But that's not your own story. You are a man and a woman of confidence. A man of valor. Listen, it's in this same book. We saw a man with with catapult chasing a giant with a sword. David and Goliath. A man with catapult ran ran towards a man with a sword and then met. Catapult. I was chasing. You would have thought he's, he's, he's chasing a rabbit. If, you, if they didn't show you Goliath, you wonder, a man with stone and cap, five stones with rope and he was dashing towards, oh my God. David asked what will be given You understand? So the battle is not a battle of fluke. Are you together with me? You need to go. As you are traveling now, you need to go and take something. You get my point? Go on. Don't just go. What will be given to the man who brings this one down? Because I'm that man. Who are you? What can you do? What will you do? Because time up for this wiki, weak, silly, useless, foolish life. That is you. This sermon, can they put it on tape like this? 
Life that is not usable. Imagine if the prosperity of the kingdom lies in your hand. Are we going to move forward? Because you're, you're only your life, like this, only your own life, you cannot move it forward. You are not definite. Why are you not? Why are you not definite when you carry the Holy Spirit and you speak in tongues? Why are you not definite? Which spirit is making you not to be definite? It's not the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God makes you definite. Are you together with me? The Spirit of God makes you what? Definite, confident, assured. You know how it will end. Are there people in this house who know how it will end? You should know how it will end. It's not a script another person wrote that I don't know the next chapter. So it's not that type of life. Praise God. If that's the case, our God whom we serve is able to what? To deliver us. Do you understand that? That's, a, that's another level of life. It's not, just, it's not just the God that blesses us. But it's the God that we serve. The question is, can, is it a true statement that you are serving God? If somebody says, ah, that person is serving God, will it be a true statement or a false statement? Are you serving God or you are serving your next promotion? And your next testimony? A lot of us are serving ourselves. We are not serving God. And that's why the power of God has no need to break, to, to just break over our lives. There's no need because we're serving ourselves. Am I preaching here? I said, am I preaching here? Yes, Why am I preaching like this? Because I know your next face is called power. That's what I'm preaching. I know what I'm talking about. Your next face is what? Is power. You, it's time to boast in the Lord. Yeah. You are going to have enough testimonies to boast in the Lord. Yeah. That's your next face. Your pastor is telling you, I said your next face has a name. The name of your next face is power. Power. So you just step out and speak on his behalf. Act on his behalf. And let the spirit lead you. Are you with me, friends? He will deliver us from your hand, O king. That's going to be the end. But now let's, let's create another scenario for you. So that you can understand that these ones we have colo, we have grace. This is not an issue of survival. Let me explain. Because you might think it's because the fire will not burn us. That's why we are like this. This is beyond this fire. This is loyalty to another king. You see, but if, if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your gods. You are, you are not getting the point. You employed us, but we don't serve your gods. We are on your payroll. But listen, we don't serve your gods. We are on your payroll. We don't serve your principles. We work with the UN. We are top officials in the UN. We don't do feminism. We, we did that to our husband. 
You get my point? You get my point? We love, we take care of our wives very well. Forget all those. We're not sharing uh, 50-50. We take care of them like babies. We die for them. You get my point now? We work with uh, wherever. We don't believe abortion is a sin. You get my point? Okay, okay. You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about abortion. Don't you put the wings go to a sin. You know, abortion is a sin. You know what I'm talking about? You are killing people. You are killing people, and um, the wrath of God is upon your head. You can go. You go to fire very soon. You get what I'm talking about? You don't. Any police, I give money on the road because I feel like. It. Not because you ask me, you beg me to give you money. My normal practice is, if you're not happy, let's go to the police station. Severally. I'm not in a hurry. I'm never in a hurry to go anywhere. Because the strength of the Nigerian police is that they think they can waste your time. Waste it. I'm in the spirit. I'm not Several times I follow them. So let's go. I said, okay. Ah, it's not there. You need that thing. I don't have it. It does not exist. Oh, yeah. Let's quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Ask now. I have people who travel with me. Let's go to the let's go to the station. Quick, quick, quickly, quickly. Nine out of ten times they turn back themselves. They say, oh, yeah, turn, turn. And there's one or twice have gone. I said, Alright, so what's the next thing? Hello lady, how you doing? What's so what's the next thing? You book the car where what's the next ah. Let's do the right thing. Let's do let's do it. Let's do it. So what's your name? Oh Mrs. So what do you do? Where do you do? Deep you say, ah. It took me one time to the deep you. The guy was saying, He no beg me, Oga. Oga, he no beg me. <laughs> that was his only issue. He said, Oga, he no beg me. I didn't kill anybody. No. I didn't kill anybody. Are we together here? We're on your payroll, but we don't serve your God. You need to understand we don't serve your God. We have another God, right? Now, we worship the gold image which you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar was full of what? Of fury. The ah! And the expression of his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He spoke and commanded that they hit the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. I was angry. Had my guys. My room was there. He commanded certain mighty men of valor who we are. Listen, I'm speaking prophetically. The times have changed. These scenarios are coming back. I tell you the truth. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Next verse. These men were bound in their coats, their trousers, their turbans, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace extremely hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, 
And a, so the king was very angry. There was no time to even allow the smoke calm down. Let have only the heat. It was they, they had to hurriedly make it seven times hotter. And so ordinary smoke from the fire killed those guys. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bounding into the midst of the burning fairy furnace. The king Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. Look, he answered, I see four men loose, walking. You get my point? It was not a hurriedly done miracle. It was, you know, those are those miracles that when they happen, it will look like a miracle. It will look normal. It will just look simple. Some of you will get into some levels of breakthrough that the testimony, the content of the testimony is mighty, but the process looks very, very seamless. Are you with me? Have you experienced those testimonies, that those miracles that you're asking, is it true? Because it didn't happen in such a dramatic way. That's your story. You get my point now? That is how it, all your issues will end. Every one of it. You just stay serving the Lord. You just stay confident in the Lord. Listen. If you tempt me, if Satan tempts me and says it's going to take anything or the system of this world, what do we tell them? Take it. Take it and come back. And then you will see harvest. Are you with me? What will you see? You will see harvest. The worst thing you can ever do to me, to the worst thing you can do is to, I don't know, there's one word they used to use for it. Is it blackmail or... That thing that you say, if somebody does not do this, you will not give the person something. Uh, Threaten me or something. Yeah. <laughs> you are go- you, I sack you immediately. I sack you. And you will come back. And you will find out how irrelevant you were from day one. Are you together with me? Are we together here? Yeah? Yes, I see four men lose. Listen, I told you the story of one guy who was going, who was threatening me. I was still a university diploma student. I was say seven, eight, 17 or 18 years old. Small boy like this. The governor of the class. The guy came to meet me and said that I failed the course. I said I should go and bring money so that the guy may change my score to B. Very arrogant guy like this. So I got closer to him. Whenever I want to deal with people, I get closer to them because my plan you see my, my consistent plan in life is to make Satan's representative confident I will make you confident that I'm not afraid of you when you are going back to Satan you would not tell you will tell Satan that this guy has no dot of fear so that's my own dream and what I do in life so I got close to him and I said actually he took auto so yeah so he repeated it he thought I was going to but I gave him some serious insults. And I was going to blackmail me. He said, he now made it, told a lie about me. So I told him, if you don't retract this thing, in the next, for the next seven days, your family will begin to experience, uh, 
I cost him. I say every day of those seven. He said, go, don't yet. Go, 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 quiet. <laughs> you see, I'm not sure if this guy used three more weeks. It was not only, it was removed as the governor. I was called forth to choose. They were going to make me the new governor. I ran away. Not just I was removed as a governor, it was removed as a student of the old, of, from the university. The next time I saw this guy, it was the one carrying my luggage when I was going to a, to a place to preach. It was the one assigned to carry my luggage to lead me to my room. He got to me, he saw me, he froze. I said, how are you doing? And show me my room. Brought my towels, brought everything. Because it's dangerous. It's dangerous. What you carry is it's dangerous to threaten you. <clears throat> it's dangerous. For the whole world to threaten you is dangerous. Talk less of one person. Are you together with me? It's dangerous. See, Satan threatening Jesus when he was telling him to bow to him or else will not give him all these things. See where Satan is right now. Every day, people are casting him out. Every time. Small, small boys. In Jesus' name, get out. The guy will not, in Jesus' name, the guy has not recovered. <laughs> I don't know if you are getting my point. I don't, I don't know if you are getting my point. He just threatened our Lord. He had never had that kind of experience ever in his life. Satan had never seen life like that ever. Chatting Jesus. Jesus said, wait. By the time Jesus was done with him, for the past 2,000 years, he has had every day is a bad day. Listen, the last 2,000 years have been Satan's worst days. They have been his, life was good before those days. Now any small any any small boy like this will look at the demon. Get that that demon too. Get that get that. We are just casting out devils anyhow. Healing the sick regularly. Some of us cannot even fall sick. Some of us we see sickness and we know it has to die. Immediately we just see any sickness it has to die. The other time I saw a terrible growth in my hand. I said this one, I will not take uh, antibiotic. Every time there are people, I say no antibiotic. I say I will be cursing it every day. It's not better for you. <laughs> yeah, every day that's what I did. It will not better for you in the name of Jesus. It will not better for you in the name of Jesus. And I cursed it till it dried up. I didn't use any medicine. Dried it up. I could have you message to be faster. I said, no, no message. That's how they, that's how they will go to the hospital one day. They will say, they will say there's one idiot cancer somewhere. And you have not practiced how to cause things. They say, you have cancer. And I cry. They say, I have cancer. Why would you have it? They say, I have leukemia. They say, I have. You had better stand up. 
They give you your report, you give them your own. You get my point? They bring the report, you bring your own. I see four men lose walking in the midst of the fire. I say you will walk in the midst of fire. You will walk in the midst of fire. And they are not hot. You will not be hot. I said you will not be hurt. I said you will not be hurt. In the mighty name of Jesus. You get it? You know what I saw right now? I saw somebody going down, picking up his miracle. I just saw somebody pick it up. He just picked up that miracle. Somebody just got angry in his spirit and picked up a miracle. That's how it works. Just pick it up. You get the point now? Just pick up a miracle. Pick up your deliverance. Pick up your confidence. Pick up your assurance. Pastor Zach, as easy as that, tell somebody yes. Hallelujah. Let's, let's end this story and maybe we'll close it. The form of a man is like the son of God. You see, I don't know which school Nebuchadnezzar went to. I don't know which Bible college, which spiritual school that Nebuchadnezzar is able to discern the son of God. But there's something about practical faith. It reveals Jesus the most. When you practicalize your faith, you don't have to preach again. When you practicalize your faith, I've seen it work for me severally. I can't give you some testimonies because of all this online stuff. People will know I'm talking about them. But when you practicalize your faith, So you need to push till you keep on practicalizing the faith. Practicalize it. They will know, they will know that Jesus, if I, they will tell you that Jesus is the Christ. And you're like, which Bible college did you go to? You say, no, you are the Bible college. When there's, there's something, God is only revealed when he's made flesh. That's the revelation of Jesus. For him to reveal God, he had to be what? To make flesh. So the beauty of God is not him appearing in the clouds. Is him manifested in your body. When he appears in the cloud, is judgment. When he appears through you, is salvation. Are we together here? The next time the world sees him in the cloud, he's coming to judge. No salvation. But when he appears through you, what's it? Salvation. And so in this season, he will appear through you. You will speak and the dead will rise. I said you will speak and the dead will rise. People will go this way. You will tell them this is the way to go. And you will go this way and you will come back with the harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus. Your faith shall have proof. I said your faith shall have proof. I said your faith shall have proof. In the mighty name of Jesus. 
He says, this is the son of God. Christ was revealed because the faith was made flesh. The word was made flesh. Give it to me. Maradaba shekete masala badakute. Montorodosi karabashikete. Raduve, raduve, raduve. Zelikatomo sikeleba tina masukeleba. Ilada sekrada mundias. Ulekatina masikaradio felepaya. Sakalatema yakutekala. Asufa. Eledundu labaya. Merekatas. Ah. Logo do Beshida. Logo do Beshida. Logo do Beshida. Alikatuna masikara disaladaya. Harada vokotomo shaya. Arakato vorobogo shaya. Lagada bazokotolo bashida. Legaduno moshekala baradusa ladayas. Alakatolo boshakarada bazokotosha. Mando sekele basha. Lagadabashina mashata. Lagadabashina masata. Lagadabashala basata. Lagadabashina masota. Lagadabashida. Lagadabuzukretemasa. Asosha. I command dead things to come to life. 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 Maradambo zikatalabasha. Alote, alote, mesusa. Elega devra dinamasukre debasha. Alikatele sinana. Isaparadisha katalababada. Orodove, orodove, mesila. Ashakura dalatsika lakina masush laketele jalabaradasa maradovrege de bazokletosha aradambo zokotura bashika talabasa aradovele masia kretesa alikatoma shikarabata araduna masika radina i command dead things to come to life Life, let it come to life. Hadosha endosa alikatula bazikalata. I command dead things to come to life. Alizo paradinomoshalataya odontoposhika. I command dysfunctional things to function right. Alatemesu. Temeleki Zikaya displace things the place right Ora Devili Silabata Rokotulatus
Mando Saladai. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's be on our feet. Father, in the name of Jesus, I command in this house tonight, whatever was dead, let it come to life. Whatever is dysfunctional, let it function rightly. Whatever is misplaced, displaced, let it be placed appropriately. Release your angel to restore. To restore. Put the spirit of conquest upon your people. The spirit of conquest upon your people. The the spirit of assurance upon them. Thank you, Father. Whilst you're on your feet, can you give me the end part of that scripture? Whilst you're on feet, everybody be on your feet. Let me end with that scripture we've been reading. Oh my God. Sakaya. Ah, thank you, Father. The glory of God is in this house. The next verse. Thank you, Father. Next one. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, I prayed. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning furnace and spoke, saying, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High. And that was not how he addressed them before. You get my point? Yes, he addressed them this way because they were bold enough to follow through. Come out and come here. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from the midst of the fire. And the satraps, administrators, governors, and the king's castle gathered together. And they saw this man on whose bodies the fire had no power. I said, the fire has no power over your body. Yes. The air of their head was not signed, singed, nor were their garments affected. The smell of fire was not on them. Ha! Are you getting this? Not on them. Can you see who you are? Nebuchadnezzar spoke saying, Blessed be the God. Can you, can you see this? Who sent his angel and delivered his son? Can you see how deep he became? Full of understanding, revelation. Because somebody practicalized faith. Who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him? And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any God except their own God. Therefore, I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other God who can deliver like this. Can you see this? If I prophesy, would you believe it? Because whilst we are praying, I saw the angel of the Lord. Yeah. I saw the angel of the Lord. And he spoke to me. And he told me that he has come. The Lord spoke to me and said, the angel has come. And he's, he's the commander. 
And what he will bring to you is monumental testimonies. Yeah. That's what you're going to experience. You're about to have testimonies that will be monuments in your life. Can I prophesy? And that will be the pattern of your life. Testimonies that reveal the presence of God. The glory of God. That's your pattern. Monumental testimonies. That's, That's the ordination over the house. That's what God has gifted us. Monumental testimonies. You are going to tell testimonies on this altar that will sound like a lie. I said they will sound like a lie. Are you ready for this? Are you ready to serve him? Are you ready to give your life to him? Are you ready to live without any form of compromise? Come on, go ahead and just give your father praise. Hallelujah. Dear God, I thank you for these ones. These ones are blessed. These ones are covered. These ones are ordained. These ones are kept. These ones shall know no loss. These ones shall flow in the victory of Jesus. And Jesus shall be revealed perfectly through their lives. So shall it be, Messiah. In Jesus' name I pray it. Amen. God bless you.